All right, folks, I've muted you. So if anybody has a question, uh, this is going to be about you guys that are on the call. So if anybody has a question, hit star six. I can hear you. I'll ask a couple more times. But Rochelle, if you're on the line, just hit star six and to unmute yourself. Star six to unmute yourself. And once again, anybody can do that as well. Okay. So what I'm hearing uh, lately is the market to market and what do you think is going to happen and our price is going down. And, and, and I would say that uh, people are com competing over the same buyers now. There's more homes on the market. They aren't going down. The average sale price will dip down a little bit. The median sale price will probably have, uh, uh, go down. But I wouldn't say there's depreciation. You still can use your same comps and, and all that. But even like when you're on someone's house, today the most important thing to me as a real estate agent is the comps are good to justify the price, but the competition is what's most important. So I would just be brutally honest with people. Look, folks, depending on how, how long they've owned their house, you know, if they've owned the house for at least two, three years, house has gone up at least 50%, if not 60% in some cases, in value. If they've owned it five or six years, it's doubled, and so forth, and more. Okay, if they've owned it since uh, before the crash, you know, 2006 and seven. well, it's worth a little bit more than what they paid for it. But if they bought post-crash, they're in really good shape, unless they've refinanced 17 times, which happens now and then. So yeah, that person is probably, uh, you know, not doing as well. But most people have equity in their home. You know, things are pretty sound. Interest rates look like they've leveled out. But all of that being said, you know, I had a gentleman on my uh, call, Eric, from, uh, um, from, from the Phoenix area, he said that uh, I've been following the old expires in my area and 82% of them have relisted and sold, you know, in the last six months. A lot of people think people are expiring, and but they're relisting and they're selling. So <clears throat> if you have a home today that you really want to sell, you can sell it, no doubt. You just have to look at your competition. Remember, people get emotionally attached for two things. Number one, what the house has to offer, and number two, the price of the house. Those two have to be in harmony. And if they're looking at other stuff, you know, remember, what is a buyer looking at when they're looking at your seller's home? Okay, I mean, what are they looking at? That's what's most important. Okay, and also, I'm going to try one more time. Rochelle Vinoy, if you are on the call, hit star six and I can hear you. Star six and I can hear you. If not, then you won't be able to do that because you're not here. Okay, so the question is, how do you maximize this market in front of us? That would be the question I'd be asking today if I was a real estate agent. Okay, I am a real estate agent, but I mean practicing. Um, you know, I just talk about it. You guys actually have to go out and do it, right? So the first thing I would say is, number one is, if I want to be successful in this market, I have to take 100% responsibility for myself. What does that mean? That means, and I know I'm a broken record about this, but that means how many people are you talking to on a daily basis to get to your goal? And that's with energy, enthusiasm. People are a little concerned right now, all right? So your job is to be the calming influence in the transaction. Now, I will tell you, I have a hunch that in two, three weeks from now, okay, we'll be having different conversations. It's very possible, just like last year, people forget last year, that right about this time, okay, you know, uh, the market did slow down a notch, but then kicked back in when school started up and people got back to business, especially after Labor Day. People forget that. Now, did it go up as much in inventory? No, about half as much as where we are now. Okay, but it did go up. And then it did, you know, get back into gear. 
I don't think it's going to get back into the same gear, but I think there's somewhere between where we are and there is where it's going to end up. But once again, even if it stays exactly the way it is, it's an incredible market for a seller. Okay, it's an, and it's a little bit better for a buyer, obviously. Okay, so, I mean, everything, I mean, look, the interest rates are like they were in 2018 and 19. It's not like the end of the world. They've gone up, no doubt. But remember, our, uh, the base rate was at zero. Okay, that's why interest rates were so incredible for a while. So a lot of people got rates at 2.75, three, three and a quarter. Okay, you're probably not going to see that for a little while again. I don't know. I, honestly, as a real estate agent, if you had told me 15 years ago we were going to see two and three quarters, I would tell you you're out of your mind. I've never seen that. The rates have been incredible. They're still incredible. You get a mortgage rate for five, five and a quarter. That's incredible, folks. FHA and VA are even slightly better than that. That's still an incredible rate. It may take people a little bit of while to adjust to it, but they will. You know, and then they're, they're, they're also saying that they, they could come down over the next 18 months. So if they come down, you refinance. Not the end of the world, folks. Really isn't. I mean, I remember my, my, my second house, I got a 9.99% one year adjustable. The next year, so call it 10. The next year it was 12. And right before it changed to 14, I refinanced because the rates came down to, to a fixed year. I, I remember for years, nobody got fixed rates. My first few years in the business, why would you get a fixed rate? Right? You just, wouldn't, you just didn't do that. Okay, hold on a second here. Uh, so um, once again, Rochelle, if you are if you are on the call, uh, hit star six. Wow, I think something happened to her phone. That's what I'm guessing. By the way, she's responding to me right now. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, there you go. Um, so. I, you know, and when I say responsible, I mean responsible for what I need to be doing. To me, responsibility means a number of things. Number one, responsible, like my mindset. Where's my head today? Number two is, what am I doing action-wise? And, and the second one is, what I'm responsible for what I'm saying to seller. Okay? Um, <laughs> no, no, Amanda. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. That's, that's number uh, – those are the things I'm thinking about on a daily basis, okay? So, um, okay, Rochelle is on. Rochelle, if you're on, hit star six on your phone, and we can hear you. Star six to unmute yourself. Can you hear me? There you are. Who's this? I'm like, oh, no, something, happened. something happened to her phone. Okay, so let me do the quick intro, ladies and gentlemen, from the St. Rose office, real estate extraordinaire, Rochelle Vinoy. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Tell them a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, all that good stuff, please. Uh, let's see. I'm originally from Pennsylvania, and I have been in Las Vegas now over 30 years. And I have been selling real estate for 20 years now. Mm. Uh, long time. And you came out of a successful career prior to that too, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I was. Uh, um, I had a very successful job. I've made six figures for a long time. I've been blessed. So. Mm -hmm. But I, I love what I do. And, and what, just give me an idea. Where do you think you're going to end up this year, as far as transactionally? I don't know. The market's crazy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what was your goal when you started the year? All right, my goal is 60. Last year I did 50, and so right. I'm not sure. 
they're going to make 60 because I'm behind in transactions. Yeah. Um, well, you know, when the market shifts, it's harder. Yep. There's that second wave coming. The second wave is uh, – Oh, you know, yeah, the, the, I can feel it. Run. It's just starting. Yeah. Yep. It really is. I can already feel it too. That's why I'm saying that I, I, I firmly believe we're going to kick into that gear again and go through a nice little rush from, uh, you know, early September, um, you know, even late August maybe. You know, today's only the 8th uh, through the holidays. Now, so I'm going to give Rochelle a compliment here. Rochelle Illinois is probably, I call her lean and mean, and mean has nothing to do with her attitude. It has to do with her business. She is very efficient. You pretty much have a uh, part-time assistant, right, and yourself. And last year you did 50, and then this year your goal is to do 60. That's lean and mean. When I say lean and mean, I mean she keeps a lot of her money. She does very well. She saves money. She doesn't spend a lot of on crappy advertising and, you know, internet leads. And pretty much everything you create is either you or you're prospecting. Like you, when I say you, I mean your sphere or your prospect, right. right? Right. That is 100% correct, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. And I always say if I went back in the business, that's how I would do it today. Lean and mean. And, uh, because, you know, with, especially in Vegas now, because remember, Rochelle, when I first started coaching you, even at MFO, the, the only complaint you could complain about Vegas was the average sell price. Well, that has yeah. changed. Right. And that definitely has changed, yeah. 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 And that's so, a good thing. So, well, I think yeah, it's it a sure good is. thing anyway. <laughs> well, you, you, got a, you got a huge raise. You got a huge raise. Right? I mean, it, it, I mean think about it. The, when I started at the company, the average sell price was 125 it's oh, just about 500 now. So it's quadrupled, okay, which me and, and the cost of living, even though, you know, we're on a uh, crazy – I won't get political, but we're on a crazy in, inflation thing right now, you know, but nothing like quadrupling the cost of everything. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a good place to be. That's why when I say lean and mean, you can do very well doing decent average sale price transactions and not mm-hmm. – you know, you can do well without having a big team, although – some people like a team. They they work either way. They do. I'm I'm not a big teamer. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe one day when I get old and lazy, I'll make a team. But uh, not yet. <laughs> All right. Cool. So give an idea of what you do. Like, what's a daily schedule look like for you, Rochelle? So I've redone my schedule, Rick. Since you don't even know this, so Ooh, I've added a. I've added a couple of things in my schedule in the morning. So um, before I get on the phones at 8 o'clock, I should have um, written out my affirmations. I handwrite them out every day that I work. Mm -hmm. Um, I have an affirmation partner that we verbally say them to each other. Mm -hmm. I write out... two or three goals for that day so I can visually see what I'm supposed to be doing today and something to kind of check myself. I have role play partner, obviously, and um, I write out 10 gratitudes. So every morning I'm writing out 10 things that I'm grateful for. So I start off, I get to the office, I've already... um, you know, listen to or read something decent for just a short period of time in the morning. I'm writing out my gratitudes, writing my affirmations, saying my affirmations, then doing my role play, and then I get on the phones. Cool. Love it. 
Love it, love it. And you've had to change your affirmation part recently because you had the same one for like 10 years prior to this, uh, this person I you're currently did, with, right? I did. It was adjustment period. But you know what? I do truly believe the universe gives us what what's best for us, even though we fight and kick a lot of the times. Um, but he, he, my old re, uh, affirmation partner I did have for a very long time, and um, he wanted to slow down and retire and enjoy himself, and I'm glad he is. You know, that's what we work for, right? And and my new right. affirmation partner is working out now. I was a little concerned in the beginning, but uh, I've inspired her to write more affirmations, and, um, you know, she's inspired me because her affirmations are different a lot different than mine or my past partner. So that's good. That's good. Good. Yeah, and, and, and that, that is the great thing about real estate, right, is it, it's definitely a business that you can retire, okay, even sell, or do tier 85, 90 if you want to because it doesn't, it's not that physically demanding. Right. Mm-hmm. That is okay. 100% right, cool. true. So you're going to be 90 uh, and working? Is that what you're saying, Rick? No, I didn't say that. No, not me. No, not me. I hope they'll still be playing golf in, uh, at 90, though. You know, I, I play with a couple of guys that are up there and they're still pretty damn good. Uh, but, but anyway. So, all right. So, okay. So you, um, you, you have a heavy-duty prospecting. Scheme. Give them an idea what sources of, of, of uh, you know, leads you prospect, like what groups. I do new expireds. Old expireds, uh, just listed, just sold, and then my sphere of influence. The only one I don't do a lot of is for sale by owners. Okay. I, I should do them more, but I don't. <laughs> so, and, yeah, I and in a way, I prospect realtors too because I, you know, when I go to other real estate events. And you guys, you know, consider doing this, making a database of realtors, because I do get referrals from that every single year. And it really doesn't cost you anything once you have their information. I mean, even if they change companies or or locations, as long as you're staying in contact with them. I don't physically call them, but I do uh, uh, email them something of importance and value about our market or um, mm-hmm. just something, just quick and simple. Cool. Cool. And did you tell them how many conversations a day you had yet? No, I didn't. So okay. I do uh, 25 contacts a day. So my my goal for this year is 110 contacts per week at a minimum. Right. So yeah, because because twenty five times five is one twenty five, but one ten is your minimum. Okay, good, and that'll equal, you know, fifty plus even sixty transactions for you. That's yeah. damn good, very efficient. I try to. Yeah, be and efficient. it's good. <laughs> it's good to hear too that you know you've been doing this for twenty years and you still contact new expireds, old expireds, just listed, just sold. You're running the whole gamut, which is good because that keeps you well rounded as the market changes, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, yeah, if you were only an expired person, you would have been having trouble the last couple of years. And right. um, and vice versa, now that we're going into more of a short sale, REO, expired market. I saw my first, I had 
uh, I have an investor who texted me this morning. They're <laughs> it's a steal of a deal. It's a one bedroom condo under hundred thousand on a decent part of town in the southwest. And I was like, hot damn, maybe I should buy that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, but, you go. Uh, but anyway, so. Yeah, the um, th- th- there could be some deals. Uh, but once again, that's why, like, when the, when the market started to uh, slow down a, a tick, in, you know, in the, in the early summer, and expired started to go up, I'm like, load up on the expireds ASAP. Because when we go through a little run late summer, fall, and you have more inventory, you'll be really happy. See, people start to oh, my God, what's happening? We have more expireds. We have more FISBOs. We have- good. That's actually good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's good. And, and how about buyers, right? It's a little easier to work with buyers right now, too. Yeah, I've been able to get a couple of buyers in contract over the last couple of weeks, so that's good. So I am trying to um, shout from the rooftops, you know, and I've got a what I call a um, lower-priced listing right now that I took, and I, I'm telling you I must have a half a dozen to a dozen contacts off of Zillow already on it. But uh, good. So the buyers are out there. We've just got to get them back in the market. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the, what's the message like with them right now? What do you tell them uh, as far as interest rates and everything? What, what's going well, on with the market? How do you handle that? Bad as they think, they think rates are terrible, and they're really not that bad. The, they're you know if their credit's not that bad, they're actually better than they were a few months back. So right. um, they don't know that, and they don't realize that there's flexibility. I got a buyer in contract. We wrote an offer, 18000 below list. We got it accepted. We still asked for repairs. We got it accepted. You know, it, you just get it out there. Exactly right. Exactly right, and 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 you can and, you know and look at it's uh, stuff has appreciated so much over the last few years that if a seller has a brain and doesn't allow greed or denial to get in the way, they can still do very well, and then buyers feel like they're getting a little bit better of a deal. Uh, historically, the interest rates are still incredible, even though I know it's a sting. You know, we've set some, we've set some records this year. You know, the biggest we haven't had a 0.75 increase in forever. Now we had two back-to-back. That's a record. We've had the highest inflation increase since, you know, I've been alive. Like, and I remember the last time it was close to this was the, was the 70s, late 70s. But this yeah. has just, just exceeded this. Jimmy Carter has been dethroned ah, <laughs> as the record a, that's holder. That's a tough job. <laughs> that's, a t- that, that's not easy. Right? No. But he's been dethroned as the highest inflation president in uh, modern history. Right, so there's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of things happening, but at the same time, there's still a lot of good stuff if you're focusing on the right stuff. Every market has a way, if you look at it from a different perspective, to be um, a a positive. So, for example, I was – one of the books I was reading, it was talking about a guy who used to – do like trade shows and stuff like that. I shouldn't say used to, but um, during 
the last couple of years, there hasn't really been any of that. So he ended up having his best year because what he did was instead of going and speaking at these large conferences and stuff like that, he took it directly to the consumer and cut out the middleman, the conference. So instead of being a speaker who was unemployed, he went to the people, the businesses directly, and asked them what they needed for their employees and did it. And, you know, ended up, like I said, having one of the best years of his career the last two years, whereas his his cohorts um, had their worst years. So I think real estate is very much like that. You know, in the short sale market, I was, that's the best I ever finished in the office was during short sales. I was the number one agent in the office one year. Why? Because a lot of other agents didn't want to work it and do it. If you're willing to do what the market requires you to do to to succeed in that market, then you'll always be successful. Like what you're saying is be versatile when you need to be. And be versatile all the time is actually a good thing, but especially when you need to be. Yeah. And change before you have to. Right. So don't don't fight it. <clears throat> the longer right. you fight it. Um, so, you know, I started, I, you know, I have price reduction calls with my clients almost every week. And it's not me to decide if they want to reduce their price. It's me to give them the information about how many homes in their area came on the market, how many went into contract, and um, what the actual ones that are closing have closed based on their list price. So then they can decide what the heck they want to do. Do they want to keep it and not sell? Do they want to drop the price? Or do they want to sit there and wait it out? It's, it's, not, it's not my choice. It's their choice. Right, absolutely true. Okay, so there's a great first point, because I want you to give them a couple points to think about to be successful in today's market. The first one is, you know, be versatile, change before you need to, be ahead of of the change. That's a great point. And then, obviously, you talked about price reductions. Give them a couple more of things that you'd be focused on right now to be successful in this market. Um, asking asking more questions because um, you want to make sure you're not spinning your wheels. And by that I mean with buyers and or sellers, it's even more important than an uptrending market when you're in a downtrending market to ask more questions. Um, if there isn't a real motivation, whether they be buying or selling, you may be wasting your time. Ah. Uh. I love it. And, well, asking and, questions yeah. is the critical thing, right? Because you've got to know what's going on. It, it, it's yeah. weird for people when you start giving them advice before you know the whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. I cut you off by mistake there. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's okay. It, it's okay. I, um, yeah, I, I, you know, that's, that's another thing to really focus on is asking good quality open-ended questions. Um, make sure you're focusing on what you need to accomplish and not worrying so much what everyone else is doing and definitely stay away from negative people because when you hear a lot of that doom and gloom and if you focus on the doom and gloom, what you focus on expands, 
And mm-hmm. so <clears throat> it will become your reality if you prophesize it to become. So if you think about only things that are going to get you towards your goal. One of the things somebody said to me the other day um, was ask yourself who, not how. Who can I get a listing from today or who can I get into contract or who can I set an appointment with, not how. It's a much different mindset when you think about who. It gets your brain and your subconscious working towards finding that person. Yeah. It's asking your own, asking yourself these open-ended questions too, um, you know, because uh, then your mind thinks, yeah, like you have everybody has a sphere, everybody has leads, everybody has all that. Where's your next deal coming from? Who could you call right now to get it? I love it. Yeah, who can you call right now to get a deal? That's exactly right. All right, cool, Rochelle. We're right at time here. So, any final words you want to leave these wonderful people? Ah, uh, let's see. Um, don't compare yourself to others. I have a bad, I've had in the past problems with that. (laughs) Yeah, I think Uh, everybody has, to be honest with you. But set your own goals and, and really try to just do what you need to do to get yourself to your goals. Um, try not to really focus on what anybody else does and, you know, we only get one time around the globe, so to speak. Um, as far as I'm aware, nobody has created uh, um, afterlife or, you know, coming back again or getting to do over, getting to be 15 again or whatever. Mm-hmm. So time is our most precious quantity. Make sure you're enjoying your life. You know, you got to take out time for yourself. I, I um reward myself with uh, little trips and stuff often because it keeps me focused and motivated and I recommend whatever it is for you that helps make you happy um, do it mm-hmm. I love it I love it awesome stuff Rochelle I just want to say I really appreciate you taking your time out today I'm sure people got a lot out of this this will be on my podcast forever you uh, you've done a couple with me before too, so this is good. You have your your, your own little library in within my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Rick. All right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. No problem. It. And everybody else, do this. We'll do this again in a week, and we'll talk soon. Bye, everybody. Okay. Bye. Bye, Rochelle.